Welcome everyone to Ave Torah Daf Yom Yishur. Today's Yishur is Daf Chav Zayin. We'll begin on Chav Zayin Amaraf at the two dots close to the top of the page. Today's Yishur is a Zechut Ba'anan and his sponsor, together with his wife and his two children. They should have success in all of their endeavors. Says the Mishnah. We're quoting the Mishnah. Elohim Ma'amadot. These are the Ma'amadot. Ma'amadot means standings, which means that the Jews would stand over the Korbanot. The Fishnimat Savit B'nai Yisrael, because it says... What is the Mishnah really talking about? When, when, when they say Elohim Mamadot, it should really tell you what are the Mamadot, instead it tells you a Pasuk. Elohim Mamadot. These are the Mamadot. Umatam Tiknu Mamadot. But there's a missing question that should be there, which is, what's the reason why the rabbis established the Mamadot? <coughs> Meaning, why do they have to be always Jews, Jews standing there? Says the Gemara, um, How can a person have his korban being offered and he's not standing there. The whole point of a korban is to affect the person. We know when we give a korban, it's obvious that Hashem has no need for the korban. And therefore the point of the korban is for the offerer. And that's why we have this question, rhetorical question, that obviously... There's no need for a korban. If, you, know, you know what? Just give Hashem his korban and I'll be doing something else. Of course, now you have to be standing there. And therefore, since these, these com, uh, korbanot are community korbanot, therefore someone has to represent the Kali style over the korban. Therefore, the Nevim Rishim made 24 mishmarot. There was a ma'amad in Rishim, Shekorim Shalavim Vishir Yisraelim. Says the the Brighter also says that there was twelve in Yericho. That's too many. Comes out there would be altogether twenty-four and twelve is thirty-six. Rather, it's 12 of them in Yericho, meaning there's 12 and 12. Higia is Manashmanalot. When the time came for the Mishmarat to go up, Chatzia Mishmarat Hayole made it to Yerushalayim. Half of them would go to Yerushalayim. The Chatzia Mishmarat Hayole, the Yerichon, half would go to Yericho. In order that they should be able to be in Yericho, and they should bring the food to their brothers in Yerushalayim. So the, the, you have a mishmar that would be split. Half the people would go to Yerushalayim, half to Yerichot to be the food suppliers. Uh, some say that they would stay there the whole week. Others say that they would split on Tuesdays and switch back and forth. This way everyone got a chance to be in Yerushalayim. I guess according to the other opinion, my assumption is that the next time that year, they would trade places and the other guys who were in Yerichot would go to Yerushalayim. Amar Bihuda Mashmul. The Kohen are important to have the Korban, which means that if you're missing any of them, then you cannot do the Korban. 
According to that, not only Kolim and Levi'im, but also the Klishir disagree, need to be there as well. Okay, so that was Rehuma Shmuel against the Brighter. Now the Yistanim are also important. But my what's the what's the Machloket? Because uh, the the, the Brighter also agrees that Yistanim have to be there. If you look at Ben Hanan, okay, says the Gemara Ma'ikam Mifligi Mor Savar Ikar Shira Bepeh. Shmuel holds the main point of the Levi'im's singing in the Beit Hamikdash is Bepeh, and therefore the Klishir is nice, but if you don't have it, it's not Ma'akev. Mor Savar Ikar Shira Bekeli, and the Bishurim Alazara holds that the main point of the Shira is the instrument, and therefore if the Levi'im do not have the instrument to play. They're not able to do the Avodah and the Bet Mikdash. Mortsvar Ikar Shira Bepeh Amar I'm sorry Amar Abchama Bargyur Amar Rav Moshe Tiken Yisrael Shmona Mishmarot Moshe made eight Mamarot for Klai Yisrael Arba Melazal Arba Meitar eight four from Elazar's family and four from Meitar Rav Shmuel He made Al Sheshesef When Shmuel came he made it sixteen. When David the Melech came, he made it 24. They found Gibore Chayil in Yazor Gilad. Now, this is because in, in Perek Chav Gimel we mentioned the splitting of Levi'im and Kohanim with the 24 groups. And then it says afterwards that it was in the 40th year, so obviously if it's the 40th year, Shemuel is not alive, it must have been David and Melech who split it. Okay? Metivi, they asked the question, Moshe Tekin said, Shemuel Meshmerot, Abba Melzabba Meltamad, Vadvin Mimlan Al Sheesim Arbaha, Shemuel, Hema Yisod David, Shemuel Haroebe Munim, it sounds like David and Shmuel together made a 24. Now, David and Shmuel were alive at the same time. But when the fact that we said before that it happened in the 40th year of, Dav- of David and Melech's rule, during the 40th year, Shmuel was no longer alive. From the collective, uh, collective uh, decrees of Shmuel and David, they switched it from 8 to 24. Tanya Idach, we have a different bright that says, Moshe Tikin Israel, Sheshle Mamadot. Moshe made 16 Mamadot. Shmona Melazar, Shmona Melitomar. Going to this, Moshe made 8 from eight from Elazar, 8 from Mitamar. Ukshirabu, Bene Elazar, Bene Mitamar. When there were much more people from Elazar, Bene Mitamar. Chilukum, we do Malasim Arba. They made them. Twenty. Uh, they made them into twenty-four, which was sixteen for Elazar and eight for Tamar. Shnei Mar. They made them into twenty-four, which was sixteen for Elazar and eight for Elazar. They made them into twenty-four, which was sixteen for Elazar and eight for Elazar. They made them into twenty-four, which means. 
But a chuz echad leazad. They added an extra one for leazad. But a chuz echad tamar, and they left the same one, which is the eight that they usually had. So according to this one, Moshe had eight and eight. Now, Gemara first asks, "My Omer, why would you have a second pasuk?" Maybe you think the same way Elazar went up. So too, Itamar went up like in the previous Brighta, and if so, then we must have started with four and four, and then we went up to eight, eight and then we went up to twelve and twelve. Says Shunat Mikara Alba Alba, right? And they doubled. The eight that are now were originally four and just doubled equally. In other words, maybe you'll say that they started off, the Itamar people started off with four, and the Itamar, the Elazar people started off with eight. Maybe you'll say that. Says Imar, no. Bet av echad achuz de lazar va achuz achaz va achuz achuz de itamar. So echad achuz means increase it, and achuz achuz means leave it the same. So zimara tiyufta de rchama vagura. This is a knockout. It seems like a knockout to rchama vagura, because according to this brayta, he made sixteen, and we told you before that he only made eight. I'm not rchama vagura tanaihi. You're right. Your bright is against me, but I have a brighter with me. And I go like this Tana, who said, Shimona. Who said that he only made eight, not sixteen. Tana Rabbanah, we learn to the brighter. Alba Mishmanot. Alumina Gola. There were four Mishmanot that came up from the Gola after they rebuilding the second Beit HaMikdash. So, again, David and Shemuel, of course, the first Beit HaMikdash. Now, in the second Beit HaMikdash, the Jews go to Galut for 70 years in Babel. They come back, and only four Mishmarot come up. There were 24 that went down, from David HaMelech, of course, 24. And now, only four come back. Ve'eluhen, Yidi'ah, Pashcha, Yidi'ah, which is Charim, Pashchur, Ve'imer. Yidi'ah, Charim, Pashchur, Ve'imer. Those are four. They split these four Mishnah into 24. Right? They put them in a lottery. And he picked six of them from the lottery. He picked his own and six of his friends. So each one of the four took six, which got took their, their own plus to a total of six. Okay? Plus five. Even if every Harib would come up, you can't move from its spot. So the rule was that if a Mishmar returns, we still allow them to come, but they're not going to be the, the chief. 
They're not going to be the first ones. We'll see what the chief does soon. We told you in the Mishnah that besides for the people being in the Bet Mikdash, there's also the Israel who stand in their own cities and they read Masebrashit. Where do we know this from? So we were saying before that in the, every, the, the Ma'amad in the city they have to read Masebrashit. Of course, that being over the Qurban, part of you have to be in the Beit HaMikdash, and part of you could be in your cities, but you have to be doing something towards the Qurban. So the thing that we do is we make you read Ma'asim Rashid from a Sefer Torah. Minani Mili, what's the connection between Bereshit and these Mamadot? Amar of Yaakov, Amar of Asi. Imaleh Mamadot, not Kaimushma. Shemayim va'aretz. If it wasn't for the Mahmadot, we would not have Shemayim va'aretz. Shnei Amar. Va'yomer Adonai Elohim. Va'ma'eda ki orishena. Hashem told him, how will I know that I will get Eretz Yisrael? Amar Abraham. Abraham said, Rosh Hashem. Hashem Yisrael chot'in. Lepanecha. Ta'o selam kedur ha'mabul. Kedur ha'mabulaya. How do I know that Klai says is going to get Israel? Maybe they'll do a terrible Avirot. You'll get upset at them, and you'll get rid of them like you got rid of the Mabul. Hashem said, no. So Abraham said, How will I know that they're going to get them? How do you know you're going to get rid of them? Take uh, three calves and three goats. When therefore we're telling you that the Kapara is from the kapara they're going to have is from the korbanot. And therefore, if the kapara for Bnei Israel, the fact that Jews are going to be alive, which also means that the world will live because the world is for Klai Israel. So if all that is from the korbanot. So we see that the korbanot are what keep up Maaseh Bereshit. They're what keep up creation of the world is only because of the zikhut of the korbanot. And that's why that's why it makes sense that during that during Ma'amad for the Korbanot, we're going to read Ma'aseh Sheet, which is what the Korbanot are keeping up. So basically what happens is, while the Jews are in Yerushalayim doing the Korbanot, there are some Yisraelim, let's say in the city of Bnei Brak, who will get up and read the Sefer Torah, especially you're in the Ma'amad, you're going to read Sefer Bereshit, and your reason why you're doing this is because you're declaring that the reason why the world is created is all because of what's going on right now at this time in Yerushalayim. So Abraham said back, that's good in the time when the Beit HaMikdash is Kayam. What's going to happen to the world? How's it going to stay existent if there's no Korbanot? When we read the Korbanot, it'll still keep the world, world going. Because reading the Korbanot is similar to doing the Korbanot. Tano Rabbanan, Anshe Mishmar, the people of Mishmar 
would pray on the Kuban Achim should come in would pray that it should work, that it could be accepted by Ratzon. They would sit and fast for fasts. On Mondays, they would pray for the people who go in the sea. On Tuesdays, the people going in the Midbar. But on Wednesdays, that the children shouldn't get the Askela choking sickness. They would pray for the pregnant woman and the nursing woman that they should be healthy. The pregnant woman shouldn't miscarry. They should have enough milk to give the kids milk in the pre-formula days. They wouldn't fast. I guess nowadays they'd probably be praying. They'd probably be praying for both. Uh, they should be able to nurse their children anyway. It's much healthier, and and uh, and there should be a sufficient supply of milk for everyone. It's also part of the thing. Any kind of milk. Uh, they, of course, they don't fast on on Erev Shabbat or uh, Sun or Sunday. Why would they fast on Sunday? They wouldn't do it because of the Nazim, because of the Christians. Yeah, this is interesting. That's the opinion of Yochanan. Therefore, They don't want you to lose because you lost your neshama yitera. They don't want you to, to have also have to fast on the day of, of Sunday. Says the Gemara, "Yom Rishon Bereshit v'Hirakia." Tana we learn to the Brayta. Bereshit b'Shnayim. Bereshit, which is the the first parasha in the in the in the thing b'Shnayim. There's two guys reading it. V'Hirakia is one. B'Shnayim Hirakia be'Echad. I understand v'Hirakia be'Echad. Talat of Sukkim. That's only three Pesukim. Why is Bereshit Mevushayim? Hey, Pesukim, if it's only five Pesukim, we know that you can't do less than three Pesukim, so how are you making Bereshit into two, into two Aliyot if there's only five Pesukim? Rav Amar Doleg, Rav says that you skip, which means that the second guy who who gets an Aliyah has to go back and read the last Pasuk again. Shmuel Amar Posek, Shmuel disagrees, and he says that you split the third pasuk into two, and the first ole reads the first two and a half pasukim, and the second ole reads the last half and two pasukim. Says the Rav, why doesn't he say you split it? Why does he say you go back? He says any pasuk Moshe didn't split. We can't split, therefore you can't do half a pasuk. 
Shmuel Amar Pasek. Shmuel says you split it. We paskin, can you really split it? Vamar Bechanina Kra. Didn't Vamar Bechanina say, Tsar Gadol Hayali Etzar Bechanina Bechanina Gadol? They had big trouble by by Rebbechina Gadol. He only let me stop for Tignosh Shabbat Ram. Since we're doing it to teach them, but you see <coughs> that if you're not able to, you're not allowed to stop in the middle of pasuk. Shmuel, the hot of time, I remember from the left shot over there. <coughs> Why are you allowed to do it by, by the kids? Because there's no other way to do it. You have to teach the kids. They can't do a whole pasuk. Hachanami, here too, by Mamadot, since you have to do three aliyot, the only way to do it is by splitting it. The Shmuel Amabot, like, why does Shmuel say you split it? My time alone, like, why does they go back? We're worried because the people come in. He says that if you allow them to do, um, to go back, so the person who comes in and hears them reading, the third pasuk for the second ole for the levi will say, "Oh, this guy starting from this third pasuk in the parasha. That means the first guy must have read only two, and they'll think that you're allowed to do. They'll think that you're allowed to do uh, two two pasukim for an ole. Also, examination you'll see most of the people leave. They leave after." If they leave, they're going to think that the second guy is going to read only two. If they leave after after three, they'll think the second guy only read two. By TV, they have a question. It says that, a, that if you have a parashah for six people, they read it with two people. One person, the second guy reads one of the next parashah. Some say that the second guy has to read two plus one in plus three in the next one because you can't do the only one pasuk into a parasha. You have to do at least three pasukim in. Why are we reading? According to the doleg one, why are we reading only two? We should go back and read a third one. Over here it's different. Mishum, the itler because you have extra. You can read the next paragraph. Where in the case of Rav and Shmuel, we're talking about in the Ma'amadot. In the Ma'amadot, person is not allowed to just do what you have to do. You do whatever you want, and therefore you have to do specifically the first parasha and the second parasha. You can't read the third one because the third one's for the next day. And therefore, since you have no room, we have to either split it or go back. But in in the in the writer that we're talking about over here, you have no you, you don't have a, a specific stop point. Since I'm allowed to go further, you might as well go further. And the, therefore everyone agrees that you shouldn't be doleg or posek in the situation when you could go further.